0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com. can mobilecom KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're live on Radio Row in Las Vegas. And right now, we bring to you Air Force veteran, Cowboys fan. Yes, still. Now representing the Wounded Warrior (laughs) Project. I double-checked on that. It is Arnulfo Dado. How are you this morning, sir? I'm doing great, bro. How are you doing? How did I? That depends on how I did with the name pronunciation. (laughs) That was actually really good. Okay, let's freaking go. That's a start. (laughs) So I know we got a lot to get to, but one of the things is I, I, I saw that you were a Cowboys fan growing up. So we were just having a conversation. I was like, does that mean still a Cowboys fan? <laughs> because clearly, we've put fandom to the test. Absolutely. Are you still a Cowboys fan? Still,
2: still holding strong.
0: Okay.
1: Why?
2: Oh, no. Wow.
0: I, I still am, wow. too.
1: I still am, too. I, I want to know everybody's reason. You know, I want to know everybody's reason. It's coming.
2: <laughs> it's coming.
1: I'm going to get that feeling back. Okay. All right. I mean, we felt what that way. What year is that happening? <laughs> yeah. Can I jot that down <laughs> real quick? We felt that way about the Rangers. At some point, they had to win something, yep. and they did this year. So, I think we're all yeah, right. It was great.
2: It was great. I was hoping for... You know, a double Dallas win. But. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. yeah. Maybe like the stars. Yeah, we got to broadcast. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey. they look great last <laughs> night. Good. Well,
2: Andre looked great mm-hmm. last night.
0: Is we got to broadcast from the parade. If we were leading into Cowboys Super Bowl here, this would obviously be insane. Absolutely. Well, tell us, like, how did you grow up at the Metroplex? How did you get affiliated with the no,
2: Cowboys? So, um, I actually grew up in the uh, LA area by Palm Springs, actually. Okay, yeah. And, um, when I started getting into sports, the Raiders and the Rams had bounced down. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was like it, 95, so I'm like. And nobody cared about the Chargers even Exactly. Then. Exactly. Gotcha. And I'm a Dodgers fan, so I'm not going to like the, the Giants. So I was like, Cowboys are winning. I'm sticking with these guys. And 30 years later, I'm still around.
0: If you could go back in time <laughs> and know that that would be the apex <laughs> of your fandom and really quickly it would just kind of <laughs> fall off of a cliff, would you have considered
1: differently? No.
2: No, it's just something about America's team that you know, just near and dear to my heart.
1: I love it. Yeah, man. The that's it, why. Cool. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I like the why. That's why. That's why I was asking about that, man. The uh, the, the the lifestyle of Air Force. My mm-hmm. my best friend. He was in Air Force for uh, for fifteen years. Nice. And uh, and he he was all over the place. What was the? What's your favorite place that you got to go to that you never thought you were gonna visit?
2: Iceland. Yeah. Iceland. Oh, cool. oh man. Land of the Vikings. <laughs> it. You, you drive around, and it literally changes every five minutes, like, the landscape. Like, it feels like you're in Mars one time, and then you're by the l- Blue Lagoon, you know, and then there's only 500,000 people on the island, and so it's, like, desolate, and then there's everybody. It's, it's wild.
0: I have, a, I have a hypothetical question for you, not based on anything that definitely happened. <laughs> you have a kid who's about 19, give or take. For sure. I have a 19-year-old son. How dumb would you think that kid was if, let's say, three years ago, again, hypothetical, they were asked if they wanted to go to Iceland, and their response was, yeah, but I really want to check out the UT campus as well, so I think we should do that instead. (laughs) That's like a three-hour drive that we could do any weekend, or whoever. Again, it's a hypothetical
2: situation. That was your kid. How how dumb would you think that kid is? Uh We would have a conversation definitely about schooling. (laughs) Yeah, my wife, after the fact, just goes,
0: he's going to look like such an idiot when he looks back at that. He's going to be like, what was I doing? Now, we're talking about our 19-year-olds, and they're kids. They're kids. For sure. But didn't you enlist when you were 18? I sure did. All right. So you're a kid, but then not really. So how, like, quick was that transition?
2: It was instant, like, Literally, I got off the plane in San Antonio to for basic training, and you see the drill instructor standing at the end of the hall, and we're all joking and you know, and this voice just shoots down, and it's like, oh, my life literally just changed right now because I know I can't talk now, you know, and so uh, when when you join, you know, they they kind of like break you down to like you're not an individual anymore, and they. Make, make you learn the team concept and that everything we do is goal-oriented and mission-oriented. So um, that kind of makes you grow up really, really quickly. Because before, I'm just selfish thinking about my own my own needs and wants, you know? Yeah, that's
1: well, that's the, the thing, like you, know, you say, you change so quickly. My buddy, I just notice... His house is nice. It's tidy. You know yep. everything. Even like when we are making coffee in the morning, you know he's doing certain things a certain way. Yep. And I just see the way the way that he was talking. I'm like, man, I wish I could teach my kids uh, this way. You know, like, sure. like better better this way because that's that's a great service that they, yep. that they learn, great skill set. that yeah. they had.
2: And uh, my kids don't appreciate that. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, absolutely. You know, you you learn this. It's not. It's more discipline than anything else. But like. If everything's done a certain way, then everything functions the way it's supposed to, you know. And so, I try to I try to instill that in my kids too. So,
1: I, do you believe in Dak? Like, do you think that Dak's going to be? I uh, think so. Able to be the one to get us I over the so. hump here. I think huh? so.
2: I really do. Um, I had I had some doubts last year with all those picks, you know. But um, after watching this, game this playoff week? game, though. <laughs> yeah. What about this, I hear what you're saying about yeah. the
0: regular season. What about this playoff game, though?
2: They scored almost 50. That's not on deck.
1: <laughs> <sighs> yeah. That, I mean, the defensive coordinator like had some struggles. Like 14 of those points in the first yeah, half true, were true, on True, deck. true, okay. that's true. That's
2: uh, yeah. also true.
0: Just, just you did, that's uh, true. Yeah, you did have that one pick <laughs> that was costly, so yeah. I get it. <laughs> we're yeah. talking with our new fold, Dotto, right here on 105.3 The Fan. I did it worse that time. I apologize. No, it's all good. Is, okay, can you walk us through, and I want to talk about how you got involved with the Wounded Warrior program, and to do that, we have to talk about, like, what specifically led you to it. For sure. Is you got knocked unconscious by an IED mm-hmm. on your second deployment? Yeah. So do you remember, like, what age are we talking
2: about now, too? Uh, I was 19. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I was 19 years old. Uh, we're in Balad in Iraq. Um, we're just doing uh, a regular patrol through through a town, and um, we... So the the main patrol got out, did their thing, and me and the gunners were keeping, you know, security. Um, One of the gunners saw somebody out doing whatever. And so when the patrol came back, we all turned around, and we're taking it easy because there's a canal right next to us. And next thing you know, I'm waking up. And, like, the the cab of the Humvee is just all full of smoke, and I'm, like, I'm, I'm driving, and I look at my... My truck commander, I'm like, "What happened?" He's like, "Just drive, you know." And so I gun it, and we get out. I'm like, "Just checking on ourselves, checking on the gunner." Like, what? Like, you, you don't know what happened. Like, you know what happened, but yeah. you have no recollection of it. You know. And so, um, we we get back, and it's kind of like military's so messed up. Like, we get back from the to the Chauha, and we're all like, kind of like just laughing about it. Because somebody dropped the tray, and I kind of like freaked out. Oh yeah, wow! You know, and so I mean, it's it's you could laugh about it now, but like in, in my head at the time, I was like freaking out. You know, but well, the way you just I I, I hope people are watching on the fan cam and the Twitch is the way you go
0: checking on yourself. It looked like you were checking to make sure you still had your arms yeah, and stuff. Yeah.
2: That is that is unbelievable yeah. to me. Yeah, it's it's wild because like it's just kind of like instinctual because like, you you've seen you've seen what happened to other guys, yeah. you know? And so you know it's possible what could happen out there. And so, like, you, the, the first thing you do is check yourself, but then when, our, like, it happens and your gunner is, like, taught to, like, just drop. But you're thinking, like, something happened because their head's stuck out there, you know? And so it's just, it just, you know, part of the business, I guess, you know?
1: It's a special relationship, too. My, you know, oh, yeah. my two other uh, best friends were also in Army, and one was a gunner, and he, him and his driver, like, they had a unique relationship. 100%. And, and I'm, I'm always fascinated at how, how even off, like, when they would uh, come on leave, mm-hmm. like, they, just, they still had this very unique relationship. Can you kind of describe why that grows the way that it
2: does, the sure. trust you all have? Absolutely. So as a driver and, and you have a gunner, you, whenever you turn, whenever you hit a bump, they're feeling everything all they're doing is sitting on a piece of toe strap yeah, yeah that's literally all they gave us to sit on you know and so they feel everything more than anybody else and then when you're driving their face is up there getting hit by rocks and sand and if it's cold you know yeah and so we've been i've been a gunner before so i know what it feels like and they've been a the driver before you know so it's this like weird like symbiotic relationship where we have to like be aware of each other and like still take care of each other but even though we gotta go take care of business, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, and that that was always found that to be. I like those relationships. I oh, think yeah. it's like when you when you have a friend like that or somebody that you're one mind and thinking that way. One hundred percent, it's
2: fascinating. Yeah, and like especially like when when you're when you're doing training, like you kind of like get to know how they're gonna like react or what what they look at, you know. And so you kind of like try to move your vehicle and to make sure they to give them the best advantage that they can do to. You know, whatever they need to do. And Kevin, the, the other thing that I
1: always like really admired too is they think they're the best. Like, and, and they are—they are, it, they right? are yeah. confident. Yeah. I, I always love like they were like, he, and they think that that guy—that that my dude—is the best, oh, the, yeah. the best gunner. My yep. driver is the best driver. I always love that. One thousand percent. But you know, there's
0: got to be one person out there. It's like eh, he's pretty good. There's <laughs> <laughs> one person out there. So obviously. You're doing great now. You're with the Wounded Warrior Project, and we're talking about Salute for Service with the NFL and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But there is still, like, one gap that we need to get to to go from where you were to where you are now. Yeah. And I-, I was reading some stuff off of your website and off of Wounded Warrior Project and everything like that. Is It's almost a decade, right, where you're probably drinking too much. Oh, yeah. You're fighting. Like, walk us through yeah. that and how you came out the other side.
2: So, like, little by little, you know, uh, I started messing up in, with my job and drinking too much for sure. And uh, when I got married, like, she would say stuff, and I was like, oh, no, like, it's just my wife nagging. But she I mean, she's somebody that cares about me and, you know, yeah. really wanting me to be better. And so I go I go from my, my first base where I, I got hit with that IED, and then I come here to Vegas where I met my wife, and then, Things kinda start to get rocky, I'm I'm getting a lot angrier really fast, you know. And uh so but she's the first one that kinda like put put in the back of my head like, Hey, you might have something wrong with you. And then I get to my next base and then that's when the wheels fall off and I just go crazy. I'm Did drinking. you
0: not want to hear that when she's like there might be Oh some yeah, I definitely didn't
2: want to. Nobody wants to. Yeah, it's hard yeah. To, it's, yeah. hard, to, it's yeah. hard to admit that. For sure. And, you know, I had this big ego, you know, I, like I had this macho mentality where like, ah, oh, no, I'm fine. Like, I did it and I'm fine. Like, yeah. you know, I came out, I'm fine. And so, um, but I had like a really bad night where, you know, I was just in my thoughts and my feelings. And I'm like, I need some help. Like, I was drink- just drinking way too much. And so I went and uh, I always seeked out mental health uh, help. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, yeah, they're like, yeah, you're, you're pretty bad, bro. And so that kind of, like, started my whole journey to, like, realizing, like, hey, I need to fix myself, not just for me, but for my, my family, my, my brand-new kid, you know. And so uh, I just, I just kind of dove in head deep. Like, I started going, like, every day, different kind of therapies or groups. And uh, even after I got medically retired, that, like, seeking mental health uh, helped led to me getting medically retired but it was uh it was a long long 10 years where like i would i would do the therapy and i'm like i am fine but you're not really fine like you just sure. you have a good week and like oh i'm I'm good now you know but then you just revert back to what, whatever you're doing before and so it's just this like kind of like smokers you know like they quit they go back they quit and they come back and so i did that for a long time and uh but Wounded Warrior Project was always there for me. Like they would call me, like, try me to get involved, but I was like, nah, like I'm not, I'm I just want to sit on my couch and drink and watch football, you know? And but like once a month, once every couple months, I'd get a call like, hey, we got this event, you wanna come out? And eventually I just got tired of them calling me. You know, <laughs> I was like, All right, if you I'll stop calling you down. me yeah. If you stop calling me, I'll come to your event. And um, it's this thing called an Odyssey where they take vets, and they they got a bunch of them all over the states, but the one I went to was in uh, Oregon on the Rogue River, and man, that thing changed my life. Uh, You go there, and it's like this whitewater rafting thing, and the, the river guides just, there's nothing you need to worry about except just connecting with other veterans, and that's when you realize like i'm not the only one that's messed up yeah you know like and the wounded warrior project staff member that was there uh they're they're uh a veteran too and they they did the same journey that i went through you know what i'm saying and it went my i did a complete 180 in four days you know i started i like basically stopped drinking i i started going to school started looking for work and uh yeah, I just changed myself for for my for myself and for my family, man. And um, I could, I, I literally don't think I'd be here without Wounded Warrior Project without them and that that initial Odyssey trip. Honestly, how can how can people
0: who maybe they're military vets themselves listening? Yeah. How do they go down that route, or how do people support the Wounded Warrior Project if if they want to get involved?
2: So, uh, if you're a veteran, and you're listening to this. Just Go to their website. Um, you can get involved. Uh, all you got to do is provide your DD-214 and some other information, but it's super easy. Um, they'll help you with VA benefits. Uh, all kinds of they'll help you get work. I'm, I'm, I am I'm. got my job because of Wounded Warrior Project. They helped me with my resume. Um, yeah, they, they. there's nothing they can't help you with. And it's really?
0: woundedwarriorproject.org yes. in case anybody's yep. listening right now yeah. and they want to go check it out. For sure. And then props to the, should we give props to the NFL Absolutely. for being big into Absolutely. Salute to Service? How yeah. does that work?
2: So when um, the NFL and the Wounded Warrior Project partnered up uh, for Salute to Service, <coughs> they, they, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Got to turn that yeah. phone <laughs> off, Yeah, on, sorry. Um, they, they partnered up. And, you know, they got cause for cleats. And actually last year um, I went to uh, Allegiant Stadium. and with Darren Waller when he was still on the Raiders. Awesome. And we had this whole uh, talk about uh, mental health and how it affects, you know, veterans and NFL players and how we're trying to get rid of that stigma mm-hmm. that, you know, we all, we all feel like we can't, you know, let our guard down and talk, but it really is something that we need to, like, get rid of that stigma and help, help other dudes out. Well, we. We're, we're big supporters yeah. of mental health on
1: this show. It's something we, you know, Kevin opened up about some of the stuff that he's gone through in his life. I, during COVID, I didn't. I'd never had that experience, and then I did. Yeah, and I was like, "Whoa! I, I need to figure something out." so yeah, it's, it's great, and Mike. Uh, Mike's doing some therapy too to make sure to take care of his rage issues. <laughs> so, <That's yeah>. good. <laughs> good. <laughs>
0: so, the website, if you want to get involved, WoundedWarriorProject.org. dot org. Arnulfo, thank you so much for Appreciate jumping on with us and. What was the year we're going to win the Super Bowl again? Did you give me that answer? I, I'm,
2: still, I'm still calculating. Okay, oh, yeah. No, that yeah. does not sound good. Thank you very much. It, good sir. Yes,
0: sure sir. Defensive coordinator will solve all. Yeah. of Yeah, <laughs> all of it.
1: We really need new phones. T-Mobile
0: will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.